Hey everybody, you're listening to Showing Up with Edward Terrace, and today I wanted to give you Progress Report 3, The Importance of High Pressure. So a couple months ago, I think back in May, I started to kind of have this interesting series of podcasts within my podcast. I always love to give perspective, mindset, how I'm going through things and how I can give value to you guys, but it's a little bit more in-depth about my own progress as a professional in my own field. This is a reference to podcast number 98, Progress Report 1, Perseverance, or Perseverance, uh, along with number 109, Progress Report 2, Making the Leap. It's essentially what it's been like for me as a real estate agent in the city of Chicago, what I've gone through and what I've been doing to get to the next level. And man, have I been learning a ton since the last progress report. So for anybody that wants to kind of have an update of where I was before, feel free to go listen to those episodes. Right now, I am at a tipping point. So you probably heard me talk about what sales is actually like. And when you think about sales, there's this pipeline. Basically, look at it like a hamster water driplet. That's what I call it. Is you have to be diligent, consistent to bring in business so that you could eventually have clients to take care of and at first you're filling that that pipeline you're filling that that water jug in that hamster cage and it's not dripping it's not dripping it's not dripping but after a certain amount of time it's going to start dripping out and before i was consistently helping people rent property in the city of chicago where now I, I, I made the, the leap to only focus on people buying and selling property. Now, the biggest difference between that is there's a big differential in time gap to when I'm going to get paid. Now, in the previous episode, I told you what I did so that I can enable myself to take that leap. And there's been a big shift in my intent when I make these phone calls to people. So what Joe had taught me and Joe Kotash, he's the, well, the leader of the Joe Kotash group at Compass. And one of the first things that he he told me is that the only reason that we're making phone calls to people is to set appointments. If we're not walking people through the process of how they can own a home, how we can help them sell a home, or actually doing the work of being out in the field with them or getting clients to the property to see it, to purchase it. That's the only thing we're doing as real estate agents. We need to be in front of our customer. The more time we spend doing things other than that is the less time we're actually working in our business. So I've, I've been much more intentional about providing value on the forefront regardless of the time frame in which somebody's looking to buy or sell a home. Because if I can be the individual to give them 
the highest level of value up front, my chances of actually making a living and running this business is going to be so much higher. And I've been afraid in the past, and which I've probably talked about where I've been afraid in the past to call people a ton, to get in front of them and, and push to get them to meet with me. That was a really hard thing for me. But now I've had new perspective because these are the only type of clients that I'm calling. I want to kind of start from the initial phone call to the consultation to actually being out in the field with people and what it's like being a real estate professional and getting a client. So when I first speak to people on the phone, like today, I called 50 people. I spoke to six people. Uh, I set two appointments with people to walk them through the process of purchasing a home. And a lot of those people, they do not answer the phone when I call. They have their own stuff going on. How many times have you got a call from a salesperson and you called them back? It's very minimal. Having the mindset that they're not going to be there for me, I need to be there for them regardless of what's going on in their life, how busy they are. So I used to only call people once a day. I call people twice a day now. If, if we had an intent, they reached out to me and I called them, I'll call them in the morning, the midday, the afternoon. Of course, if they tell me not to call them or I'm bugging the crap out of them, of course, I'm going to respect their wishes. And the crazy thing is, when somebody answers that phone, you know what they say? Hey, Ed, I've been super busy. Thanks for not dropping the ball. Thanks for calling me. I appreciate it. I literally had that same conversation with a woman today where I was following up with her for the fifth time and she said, oh my gosh, thanks for calling. Um, I look forward to you know having our meeting next week to talk a little bit more about the purchase. So moving forward, after getting them on an appointment, walking them through everything that they would potentially need to buy a home, we get to that step in the process where we're actually looking at property, which is the point in which I want to talk about how important it is to be one diligent, but also high pressure, not only with the phone calls at the forefront, but also getting somebody from contract to close or even just getting a contract accepted from a seller by helping your buyers. And me as a salesperson or, or a consultant, I, I'm very laid back and very low pressure. So for me to make those extra calls, it was tough for me because it's, it, it, I'm resistant to it. But after I started to see a little bit of success and appreciation from the people on the other end of the phone, I started to do it a little bit more. You have to try it. If you don't Basically, don't knock until you try it. Now, I took a client out to see a property almost three weeks ago. And she was uncertain about it. But I knew from everything that she told me that this property was right for her. And I didn't push her to make an offer on it. But she told me, hey, Ed, if somebody makes an offer on this property, will you let me know? What does that mean? Essentially, if somebody else wants it, I want it too. <laughs> There's this scarcity rule. Like, is, as soon as somebody else is going to want it, 
she wanted me to help her make an offer on it, in which I did. But what had happened is this property was listed for basically $200,000. In the competitive market that we are in now, in order to help her get this property, we were going to have to make an offer over asking price. Properties are going under contract four days, five days, a week. And, and we hit a transitional point to where three weeks later, we were now in that new market, essentially. We waited and we allowed somebody else to bid us up. When we could have got that property for $5,000 less, if we even got the property, that is, we would have ended up paying more for it because me as the consultant, the salesperson, or just her realtor who was there to guide her didn't push her, be a little bit more high pressure because I understand what she's looking for to help her get that property. Of course, it's a careful balance between, you know, not being too pushy, but understanding that being her realtor and the person that's guiding her, the only reason that she's working with me is because she knows me, she likes me, and she trusts me. Those three things are so important to have, not to abuse, but to use to help them make the best decision possible for them to save them the most money possible. She understands that I would not ever push her to do something that I don't believe is in her best interest. With that, when something is in her best interest, I have to push more because she knows Ed does not push me. If he does not think it's safe for me or he doesn't think it's a good scenario, he's not going to. But in the moment that I am serious and I am high pressure, she's going to understand, oh, okay, this, this is the right decision because otherwise Ed wouldn't push me. And that's why it's so important to take that privilege of having their likability and their trust um, to the highest of levels. So if I were to go back, <laughs> hindsight is 2020 here, right? If I were to go back and I were to say to, okay, Ed, you're getting into a field where you're going to be working in sales. And I had to inform them about what the process was going to be like. I would inform him, listen, you're very chill. You're very laid back. You're going to need to make more calls. Call these people until they tell you not to call. Do not make assumptions based on what you think they want you or want you not to do. They will tell you if you're calling too much. They will tell you if they appreciate it. And based on those, you'll make the adjustments that you need to to fit into your style of, of work. And in addition, being that person that they become comfortable with. Not focusing on ever, all the other information that you need to know, but just focusing on making that person comfortable to the point where when they need to make a decision on something, you can be high pressure. So I hope you guys got some great value out of this. The the concept that this first kind of came from was when I was listening to the real estate coach, Ricky Carruth, and he talked about balancing that act of 
being, and I don't know if these, this is the numbers that he used specifically, but I'm paraphrasing here. Being 80% low pressure, 20% high pressure. Knowing when to be high pressure. That's where it came from. But until I started to fully commit to specifically working with individuals looking to buy and sell property, I didn't really understand it until I started doing it, which everybody will, of course, learn better through experience than what myself or somebody else could tell you. But that was essentially the perspective that I got out of it. And uh, things have been going great. The I'm not where I want to be as of yet, but I'm making great connections with people every single day. I'm providing as much value as possible. And I am you know, focusing more so on uh, on the value than I am the quantity of people. I'll see you guys in the next episode.